0: Hello and welcome to TBR Spotlight from The Big View Ski Your companion podcast to the Fast and Furious saga My name is Owen Toretto and riding shotgun with me today on this drive down memory lane Are two people who live by the Fast and Furious mantra Ride or die okay. It's Rory Toretto and Gary Toretto <laughs> Hello and welcome to the Toretto Bros You're brothers now by the way, you're a family Oh okay cool, the Toretto Bros the Tourette bros. First of all, Rory, how are you? And also ride or die? See
1: in the in these in this case of these movies it's pro- it's probably a bit of both, surely. Like are th- 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 those really the only two options? Ride or <laughs> they're die? Going,
0: they're the only two options I'm giving you, and please don't call me surely.
1: Okay. Um I
0: guess I go for ride. Ride. Well that's it, yeah. I mean, you were always gonna go for that one anyway. <laughs> <laughs> and Gary Toretto, ride or die? Oh right! Until
2: I die. Oh, Oof. nice. That's okay, it. nice, nice combination. Uh, that's how. What's your man, the Playboy fellow? That's how he lived his life, isn't that? Hugh Hefner. Hugh Hefner.
0: Yeah, that's yeah. that's a boy. R. A. P. Hugh Hefner. Um, now, Gary, uh, I've thought a lot about you this week. So um, have I. <laughs> yeah, Roy. Why have you been thinking about Gary a lot? Sympathy. The just sympathy. Just
1: yeah. from like a, a, an existential kind of like i at, at times i was watching the movies we're talking about today one one in particular and i felt my spirit leave my body and tried to seek gary out to to almost like help him f- from far away and be like it's going to be okay like things are going to get better they're just not great great right now
2: yeah this is like i'm i'm a person who doesn't watch any tv or movies full stop i i like to get out um and for <laughs> for it to be kind of forced into watching <laughs> of all the movies like of every movie you could have picked yeah it's nine of these ones
0: yeah yeah but, uh, maybe yeah. 10 yeah maybe 10
1: yeah we'll, but i um, we'll get there few beers helps <laughs> oh definitely Absolutely. Yeah. this is the this is the series of films that like drink alongs were feel like they were invented for i'd be drinking them fast
2: and
0: furiously as well yeah, right. whatever, the, whatever the alcoholic equivalent of nitromethane is, that's that's what you're on currently. As at long the as it's Corona, I think. <laughs> oh, of course, it has to be Corona. <laughs> it has to it's be like Corona. It's like the most consistent product placement I've ever seen in a mm. series of films. At least they've got that going for them. Um, okay, so Rory, set the scene. Um, after we drove off the lot <laughs> last week in our shiny new TBR Spotlight series, uh, we've now really hit the road on our recap. But what was the mission for this week's episode?
1: This week... Um was to navigate the the difficult terrain of titles that is the Fast and Furious franchise. So we've got the Fast and Furious, Tokyo Drift, and then we've also got Fast and Furious, um, which I know caused some consternation for for all of us. I think even if you're just yeah. searching for it, if you're like Googling Fast and Furious, there's a chance Fast and Furious isn't the top option on your streaming service when it comes to actually taking play in it so yeah so those are the two movies this week and again gary <clears throat> i will say it It does get it does get better just <laughs> this is this is really yeah. this is this this back-to-back
0: is the low point i think <laughs> this is hashtag it gets better
1: yeah <laughs> yeah
0: it's hard
2: to go the other direction in fairness in, in reverse, you might say.
0: Um, just whenever you were mentioning Googling the titles of the films there, inevitably, uh, it's always the other one. It's like Sod's Law. It's no matter which one you're looking for, another Fast and Furious film will always pop up first. Um, okay, Gary, well, if you, if you wouldn't mind, because last week uh, we finished off the episode by looking forward to the Fast and the Furious colon Tokyo Drift, um, released back in 2006. And you actually, you were saying you love Tokyo, so you're actually looking forward to this one as well as the fact that the second film had not featured Vin Diesel and you used the line I have it quoted here I missed Vin Diesel so <laughs> your love of Tokyo and your your um your hunger to see Vin Diesel back in the films initially like um would you mind just doing a wee recap of how you saw Tokyo drift pan and out in terms of uh what the hell's the film about
2: yeah I I was expecting Vin Diesel that didn't happen for a while. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> was also expecting Paul Walker. That didn't happen at all. No. <laughs>
0: yeah. So, that caught me off guard as well.
2: <laughs> so I missed the not, the, I missed the looks of Paul Walker as well. Even though I'm a straight man, I can appreciate a Very good looking man. Sure. Um. Thank you. <laughs> and, <laughs> and there was a, uh, yeah, it, it was. It felt like it was a totally different film and non-related to the rest of them up until a certain point. But yeah, I was very confused for the first half an hour, as I was, I suppose, with every other one I watched. <laughs> well, if we
0: if we go back to because, as you said, whatever you put on the second film, you were convinced for I think a good like twenty five minutes or so that you were watching the first, the first film one again. again. Yeah. Um, uh, but I I agree, like with you on on this one. I uh, I thought I was watching the wrong film. I was like, <laughs> "Who who is this person?" And we'll we'll get to Sean in a second. But for for a wee bit of context as well, Gary, um, would you wh- what is drifting? Because as we said, your background in terms of you grew up going to rallies and things as well, and yeah. you actually mentioned drifting a couple of weeks back as well. But because uh, obviously they're basing a whole film in a massive franchise about this, so uh, for the uninitiated, which is I think well me <laughs> maybe no, you would. as well, Rory.
2: <laughs> I wouldn't have a, an extremely professional opinion on drifting, but uh, I do know what it entails. And I have attempted it a few times <laughs> in a Mark IV Ford Cortina around the roundabout in Shannon, uh, which ended well, actually. It was I was impressed with myself. I, I was mean, on my own you, though. I mean, you're so still I
1: could, here, I so it ended well. <laughs> <Still here. laughs> it
2: worked. Uh, but it's, yeah, it's basically when you have to have a rear-wheel drive car first. So you lose... You can do it kind of two ways that I know of anyway. The first way is pulling the handbrake. So you lock the back wheels. That loses the traction on the rear wheels. Then you power up. So the wheels spin while the traction is lost. And that kicks the back of the car out. And then you have, you actually have to let go of the steering wheel while the back is kicking out. Um, And then grab it at a certain angle because the front wheels will adjust due to physics.
0: <laughs> that's then, not explained
2: And scientific. then once the back of the car goes out you grab the wheel and you have to control it using throttle and steering and skill a lot of skill uh, I, I tried it in mondello before uh never really grasped it but um another way to do it then is which is the way they would have done it in rallying back in the 80s and stuff it, it was kind of invented by Swedish and Finnish Stevie, rally driver, <laughs> <laughs> Mr. Well, Drift, that, yeah, they kind of made it famous anyway. But it was like the Scandinavian flick, which is, um, if you're coming up to a corner, you kind of aim slightly towards the outside of the corner and then whip the steering wheel back to the right, so facing into the corner. But you have to press the clutch in, rev it up, bring the revs up real high, so it's technically not in gear. When you have the clutch pressed in, then release the clutch so, while the revs are real high, it kicks the back wheels into spinning, and then the traction is lost, and then you do the whole let go the steering wheel. Uh, but it's it's not really like it's not a huge um, th- it's not a huge thing that w- people would do in rallying and stuff. It's um, yeah, once you lose traction, you do tend to slow down a bit. So uh, <laughs> is this? it's it's kind of like drifting. Really, is more about skill and technique rather than like it's not really racing you know
0: gotcha even though the fast and furious franchise somehow managed to base the entire premise of a film around this one move Mm. um which does appear to slow everybody down because it does what if you just drove in a straight line and then went (laughs) around the corner would that be quicker very possible (laughs) no i'm not a i'm not a racer but that's that's what i took away from it so rory in terms of um we've got two massive films uh Have been released at this point. Yes, uh, we hit 2006. Yeah, people are excited. The Fast and Furious, Tokyo Drift. Oh, there's a brand new Fast and Furious film. Oh, I can't wait. I love these. I love Brian Walker. Yes, and then or Paul Walker. Sorry, but can you explain what had happened? Because I was so confused whenever this boy Sean appeared on screen and then did not leave the screen for the yeah. duration of the film. Um,
1: yeah, like <clears throat> so. Yes, grown man Sean playing 16-year-old high, school yeah. <laughs> high schooler. Um, <laughs> I'm so old. There's a, yeah, there's a trailer out this week. It's a Dear Evan Hansen and everyone is is piling on. The, the lead actor who was in his mid to late 20s does not look like a high schooler. He's doing and a Tokyo Drift on it. He's fully Tokyo Drifting with the character. Um, yeah, so I actually did. I tried to do a little bit of digging on it. <clears throat> and it looks like for whatever reason uh they couldn't actually get the rights to the characters while they began production on this movie so the the writer uh his first pitch was just around Vin Diesel and he was going to be in tokyo and it was going to be a murder mystery that he was trying to solve within the world of drifting uh which if you go into the the next movie is almost exactly what the plot is <laughs> except for the drifting bit um so yeah, but I I I did a little bit digging. It was just apparently they could not get the rights to to the characters, so they went ahead with this with this other film with other characters, uh, which feels completely disconnected uh, until pretty much the very very end, which I will get to in time. But um, yeah, like it just it just seems to be some kind of rights issue is is why. But I think in their heads they were like. Sure didn't Too Fast, Too Furious do great without Vin. Maybe we don't need Paul either. And the title <laughs> alone will be enough to get people in. And that was wrong. That was incorrect.
0: It does feel a little bit like a you know a knockoff deals version mm. of it. It's like, oh, this is... I'm expecting this to possibly break into pornographic activity at any point here. <laughs> um, because it's like, is he a knockoff Vin Diesel? And I kept questioning, are these guys going to be somehow related to them are these a son is this a dad is this a a cousin a father where are we going with this and um i I had a look as well because to be honest sean boswell who's our our main character uh, in tokyo drift like again he had a certain kind of presence Then i realized as it went on he's like no he's not a good actor at all really he's
1: really replacing the the woods that was left behind (laughs) by paul walker i think
0: oh 100 and a driftwood (laughs) The (laughs) (laughs) driftwood. That's the one. Um, But uh, yeah, as you said, he's definitely he's definitely suffering from that uh, like Dawson's Creek style syndrome where there's a brilliant line and and they they criticize him for his high school racing and they're like, "You're doing all of this. You're messing your life up all before your 18th birthday." (laughs) And it takes everybody, like all their willpower, (laughs) to say all of that with a with a straight face. Um, So obviously, how old
1: do you think he was? In I, when he now, was making
0: this. I'll be honest, I, I did I did go and work it out because I was so intrigued I, like work it out. Yeah. <laughs> I mean I Googled it. <laughs> what age was Lucas Black when he made uh Tokyo Drift. But yeah, so well, my working out, I got twenty four yeah. basically that he's I got twenty four when it had.
1: came out, so he was even younger than that. So he is shot out for a twenty three <laughs> year old. Like he does if if someone was like he's thirty seven, I'd be like, Yep, that's that seems thirty seven right.
0: is the note I wrote I wrote <laughs> it down as I was I was like he's at least thirty seven. That was the very age I picked out. And I was looking at him and uh you know the way they give him this kind of like really tight haircut as well. Mm. But you know what it reminded me of like of like haircuts that I've given myself like during lockdown over the past year where it's like, Yeah, you've you've done a, a version of it, uh, but you've left tufts just like sticking out right, left and centre. I was like, why is this film? <laughs> it's like literally as if they were running around on a massive or sorry, a tiny budget and just trying to, to make the whole thing work. So in terms of um, there's no real you know, he's, he's underperforming at school, he's getting into trouble at school and then it's basically bags packed on your way to Tokyo. So Gary, is this where the film kind of started to pick up for you? At least you were like, ah, yes, my favorite. Yeah.
2: I I was confused as to why he looked the same age as his mother. That didn't make (laughs) sense to me. (laughs) And then, um, for being a ball boy, he got a, a free trip to Tokyo. I I didn't realize until, until he actually got to Tokyo that he was going over to his father. I just thought she wanted rid of him and picked somewhere blank, randomly on a (laughs) globe or something. (laughs) I'll send him there. But, um, yeah, then then when I got to Tokyo and I, just stuff started coming back to me from the time I was there. It's such a class place. Oh you have to go lads. Yeah, there was a, a part just going back to your man's age, when you when um there's like a there's one clip where he's been led through this kind of a nightclub and then the girls are all smiling at him and rubbing him and stuff, and your man turns around and says, um, I wouldn't, ladies, he's underage. Uh, yeah, and I was yeah I was still left confused, thinking like, what's the age of consent in Japan? Is it
0: forty two or something? <laughs> <laughs> there was a lot of
2: yeah.
0: yeah, there there was a lot of issues with that now because I was trying to work out exactly when he does land in uh Tokyo. He's obviously sent to this school that takes in, as they describe him, like you know army kids and army brats, and his dad's in the navy, I think as well. So. um the school is this mixture of like local kids but also kids who are there, uh, whose parents are from overseas as well. But then when they start mixing with the the gangsters, the Yakuza, and then obviously Han as well, it's like what why are those guys hanging around with those school kids? <laughs> and why are those school kids all amazing? drift drivers and they all have like these amazing cars so uh, i mean i know the minute you start to question the logic within the fast and furious uh kind of cinematic universe um you know it's it's a losing battle but this one felt particularly like ah lads come on this this makes no sense because on han's age i actually uh, googled his age as well and at the time of filming when he's friends and hanging around with these guys he was 34 mm. <laughs> 34 and like all of these guys are like supposed to be 17 and 18 so that was a, a very weird uh direction for the for the story to go
1: yeah like especially in hindsight when like as the series goes on i, I think do we get with next week nope uh the following week but like uh yeah the character of Han he he's amassed such a huge following. Uh, like they had a Justice for Han Twitter campaign because they were so upset about how he's killed off in this movie, and it, it, it's gone on for the good of a decade. And I guess spoilers, Gary, but like uh, the trailer for F Nine reveals that Han is is back. Like he did not die. So we have that to look forward to when Fast and Furious Nine uh, arrives in cinemas in July. But yeah, this is also the film that Justice Justin Lin was his first one directing. And it's it's curious because, again, watching the next ones, I, I think there are ones coming up that are some of my favourite action movies of all time. But he directed <clears throat> 3, 4, 5, 6 and will be directing 9, 10, 11. But you'd think off the back of this, they were like, no. No no that's <laughs> no, it for you now. that's you've tried and that didn't give, work out, give us so back the keys <laughs> um and it, it, it's also that uh tokyo drift has has also garnered like such a a cult following if like there's fast and furious rankings uh, everywhere in the internet and so many of them now rank tokyo drift as the best one as the most what? underappreciated hidden gem one and it makes me question my own sanity um, and, and whether I did actually just put on the wrong Fast and Furious film because uh, as a massive Fast and Furious fan, I will admit watching it for this podcast, only as I put it on, I was like, I've actually never seen this one. This is the one I haven't seen. Um, Amazing. And watching it way through. I was like, I don't feel any better having, uh, <laughs> having watched it. I don't feel I've missed anything. Uh, yeah, like it's good it's not a, it's not a good movie
0: yeah no it's it, i think because obviously we were saying that too fast too furious um was so bad as well in terms of the storytelling <laughs> and, and as i say you know we were kind of rewinding back to see do we missed anything and i was no well, it turns out we haven't missed a single thing it's just they forgot to write parts of it in and actually there was some drifting in the second one as well yeah when it's drifting off to sleep <laughs> um hey-o. and with this one, I felt like no, this is definitely a better made film, and it started feeling like, do you know what? If I did have a couple of drinks, aka alcoholic sure. nitromethane, and I was sitting down to have one for a bit of crack, because there's some amazing quotes in it. There's some, I mean, even his accent just doesn't even feel like it. You know, it's a, it's a it's a strange fit for the Fast and Furious. You know, his Alabama southern drawl and like there were just so many moments where it was like his accent completely took you out of the fact that he's in this super charged super fast world in tokyo that's supposed to be big and sexy um but uh no I, this definitely feels like a, a so bad it's it's actually come around full circle side, and i'm actually kind of enjoying this a little bit more now
2: yeah there was um i didn't understand why is it han your man's name was
1: yes Han yep. Han why he? Han yeah. so Oh, so Solo like Korea. Han Solo. Ah, Han Solo. Amazing. Okay,
2: that's good. <laughs> um, <laughs> I like this film better already. <laughs> so yeah, I I was very confused as to why he gave him his car. I get confused a lot actually, but as as to why he gave him the keys to his car, let him trash a very expensive car. Yep, uh, was fine about it. Um then then he does come back and, and tries to get him to pay off or pay off the debt of the crash car after a while and sends him into a like a Japanese bat
0: place. Oh yeah, the sauna type place, yeah, to get to the bear.
2: Exactly. And and then when the first scene where he had no top on, I was very surprised at the size of his nipples. Was anyone else?
0: And
1: it meant he didn't catch yeah. me. Out. Yeah, I can't like, say I. Uh, I want really to go back and watch. Really need to go back and. It wasn't
2: like okay. They, they were they were similar size to a Doctor Utker pepperoni pizza, <laughs> oh but goodness. it was it wasn't just the the size of it. It was like the shape of it. It kind of stuck out. <laughs> It, at the, do you know the areola bit the, the ring yeah there, yeah, right? yeah 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 it, it started like sticking Hope out from it. there on yeah and it wasn't just the, the nipple part that stuck out yeah. it was from the areola the, the curvature was happening there
1: right when the film was finished i was like uh i have no reason to ever watch that again and you've given me a reason to watch it again so thank you for that. <laughs> <laughs> anytime
0: uh, what are the one of the other weird parts with um, with Han is because you're right. It's like, why is he doing this? Why is he? What's his motivation for taking Sean under his wing and letting him trash his car and then giving him another car? And then and he kind of says this line about, you know, well, you know, I, I want to, I want people around me who I can trust and mm. people who have honor. You're right. Know, <laughs> you're like Sean's a dope. Come on, but <laughs> um, but he also says, you know, Sean is questioned. But why? Why are you doing this? if you're not in it to win. And there's a really weird and then slightly amazing scene where he says, no, I'm not in it to win it, and I'll show you why I'm in it. And then it cuts to Han and Sean driving, and they come up to traffic lights, and there's two girls in another car, and they basically spin around them for a couple of minutes, or what feels like a long time, <laughs> Um for ages. And they, they always have this thing, you know, where they're like have you ever seen so many people make eye contact when they're speeding past each other as well? But they're spinning around oh, wow. and around and around. And then he eventually stops and pulls up to the window and she's like, here's here's my number. And then they drive off and the two lads look at each other and you're like, that's the reason? The whole reason <laughs> is just to get girls' numbers? Is that the whole thing? The whole driving force? But um driving yeah, course. so... Uh, yeah, ayo but as much as uh it's the number for a tire center
1: <laughs> yeah <laughs> you want to go and get your pistons checked right?
0: um, but yeah it did feel like just as much as Han I know you said there's the justice for Han there like and do you know what to be fair to to him he does feel like a, a there's a better quality of of actor there um in the same way that like Eva Mendes in the second one kind of popped up, and you are like, "All oh, right, okay, I forgot people could act in these films." Sure, um, but at the same time, it's like, yeah, character wise, <laughs> you make absolutely no sense. There is the. Do you know the scene where they're
2: drifting down the the mountains? Like it's like a night scene. Like they're having a the, the conversation.
1: The climax. Oh no! Oh, yeah, yeah.
0: Oh yes, when he's with um, oh, what's the girl? Yeah. Nikki ne- 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 or something like that. Yeah.
2: Yeah, and they're having the the quietest conversation ever. Like <laughs> I, I had to turn up the sound bar because uh, and like cars at full trot going drifting around you were gonna have to scream at the top of your lungs like i that didn't make any sense at all it was like they were drifting in uh i don't know a toyota what do they call those prius things a hybrid there was absolutely no sound off the car i thought that's what 50 percent of the film is supposed to be about is the noise of the cars and stuff, not having a a gentle conversation while drifting.
0: I know <laughs> that was they were they were having their deep and meaningful conversation at that point because she was filling uh Sean in on her on her backstory basically. Um yeah, pull and over she, and do it. Don't pull over. <laughs> just but well, then they would have been out of sequence. They would have been because there were like five or six <laughs> cars all like perfectly synchronized, all drifting. Oh my god, I'd be atrocious at that. I'd be like, oh, and you <laughs> it up again.
2: Sorry guys. Can you imagine <laughs> that like a couple just on the way to Clarny Rally of the Lakes or something, drifting, asking, "How was your mother today?" Anyway, just casually drifting around the, <laughs> the back roads of Clarny. <laughs> was
0: uh-huh. Was there anything redeeming in this, Roy, uh, for you, or was it like, well, as you said, obviously you'll have to go back and, and check out the the, the again? Yeah, but anything can, else?
1: Yeah, aside from hashtag Nipgate, I think Han. Yeah, I, I like. He really is a very charming presence on screen i think uh is it sung kang is the actor's name i I think he actually is a very talented actor so i enjoyed him um i thought that the final race on the on the cliff side was actually kind of exciting even though it is just one race but there is the um the constant threat of one of them just kind of like falling off the side of it of a of a gravelly road i thought that was well done but aside from that no, I don't think so. I think a lot of it, I was like, this remo- this more than anything was like a Say By The Bell special where the gang go to Tokyo on a school trip and you learn yeah. lessons about cultural uh, clashes and stuff. Um, it doesn't paint, to me, it doesn't, didn't paint Tokyo in a super nice light. Uh, everyone is in the Yakuza. Everyone. Like, <laughs> anyone who isn't... Even the school kids. Yeah, anyone who isn't like born... In Japan, so like Bow Wow, whose character's name was Twinkie, which is a terrible, terrible idea. <laughs> but like anyone who wasn't born in Japan seems to be in the Yakuza. So yeah, I don't think it's super painted Japan in a super nice light. But one of my favorite stories about them filming in Japan was they didn't actually have permission to film in... I, guess, I think it might be called Shin- Shinoda or Shinoka. Apparently it's like one of the most... Shinjuku. Could be that. Oh, it was The it most the- populated... Sabuia,
2: where the, the crossroad is yes yes oh yes, yes. yes. Sabuia, I'm I'm sure. Sure.
1: they didn't have permission official permission to film there um so they just went ahead and filmed some stuff anyway obviously not that scene where they divide the crowd because that's not something yeah. you could do without permission mm-hmm. but they did film other bits and pieces and uh justin lynn said that the local police there were super duper nice and it would take them they take like 10 minutes and they come up and they'd be like come on guys like you know you shouldn't you shouldn't be doing this Like stop Knocked off Yeah and they did that A couple of times And then eventually They did it so many times That you're like No we're gonna have to Arrest you But Universal had Had hired Justin Lin apparently Didn't know this uh, Had hired a fake director And arrested him So Justin Lin Wouldn't have to go into jail And could continue Filming the film What? <laughs>
0: that's amazing
1: that's more clever than any of the scripts. <laughs> no, <he's> like, <laughs> who, who wrote that story it was like something of argo i was like that's great that's some forward thinking a proper fall guy well done <clears throat> i never oh, got incredible. To-
2: the, the sense of time passing throughout the movie it, it it felt like he was there for a few days rather than Enough time to learn fluent
1: Japanese, which caught me off guard as well. <laughs> he, he was in his first illegal street race after one day in school, like that day one, one that night. Day one.
0: and his dad was like, "Don't be at that carry on now, Sunday's a like, grand. Look, we got here yesterday." <laughs> Into the most high-profile street race in, in Japan.
2: Um, and all we, I noticed as well every love interest in 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 these movies so far, anyway. They're all cheating bastards. <laughs> I don't know if I can say that, but yeah, yeah. <laughs> every single they're one. They're not of very. Yeah, like. They all, they're always with someone.
1: Well, and Jordana always... wasn't. Like in the first one, she was. Yeah, I suppose. But she. But she did, like, leave. Yeah. And the second one was Eva Mendez or Tyrese, depending on. <laughs> you watch the second one.
0: Oh, yeah. <laughs> on, on which, uh, on which option you're going for?
1: Uh, and then this one, yeah. And she, was, she, she definitely was. She was with, yeah. She was with that dude, but then halfway through, kind of silently broke up with him.
0: Yeah, Takeshi was his name. Who, as as an actor, um, you know the way certain actors have have certain tics, and you know some of them it's like Brad Pitt in the Oceans 11 or the Oceans films, he's always eating and different things but this guy obviously figured out his way into this character was it? again, this might be something you need to go back and watch although it's not exciting as, as Gary's observation but um, every time he's, no matter how tall the person is opposite him, who he's talking to, he always tilts his head down and like looks up So he's like looking up at them like in a really evil way. And I remember watching it and I was like, his eyes must be (laughs) nagged, like having to think, like just keep looking up the ways the entire time. But, um, but yeah, um, Takeshi, yeah, he was, I I thought he was like decent. I mean, like, you know, it's kind of cliched enough in terms of, uh, bad guy in these kind of films i actually thought it was off to a really good start because remember i was saying last week i've been watching these on dvd mm. and last week for too fast too furious paul walker had done like a little public service announcement this time the dvd you know whenever it starts you can't forward through anything you just have to sit there and wait for the for the, the top menu to uh to to appear this one actually started with the old ad of you wouldn't steal a car the pirates they won and I was like oh my god this is the perfect film I would steal the car especially after watching Fast and Furious uh, Tokyo and it was kind of all downhill after that.
2: You wouldn't steal personal downhill. data from the HSE <laughs> <laughs> yeah,
0: exactly they really, they really need to update that ad um, well Gary obviously one of the highlights of the film is whenever uh, a certain familiar face rocks up at the very end of the film but uh, what, what did you think of this moment as you were watching because you were probably like oh, yeah (laughs) i was going through all these names who could it be who could it be
2: is it his father is it um some other random actor that has nothing to do with the movies and i was actually when when i saw vin diesel i I never thought i would say this but i was actually there was a bit of relief there Mm. i was like oh it can get okay again (laughs) That's that's as good as it's gonna get i was yeah no it it felt like okay I don't know how what way it worked out with Vin Diesel but it felt to me as if he was too expensive for the movie um I this is the, what I was thinking it was he was too expensive for the movie they had to rewrite the whole thing uh, and then he said you know what for for half price I I'll, I'll, I'll do one little bit at the end
1: would you like <laughs> and, you a right. <laughs> <a glimpse.
2: laughs>
0: and then get your act together for
1: the next one I'll come back would you like some bits of tid
0: Oh, yes, yes. So, Roy. I feel like we need a jingle for this. Rory in here <laughs> with his bits of tin.
1: So they, they, the original ending of the film did not have Vin Diesel in it, and they showed it to test audiences, and they were like, boo, we hate everyone who's new, blah, we want old people back. So Universal went... To Vin, they were like, listen, this isn't actually going great for us. Is there any chance you could come back and just maybe do a little stinger scene? and Our, our, help fake, us?
0: our, fake, our fake director's been arrested. We need your help.
1: <laughs> and Vin <laughs> said, I will, for free. No money. What? No money. But you know what? He was like, I will ask Universal for something. And he was given, in exchange for this cameo, the rights to the character of Riddick so he could make... The sequel, Riddick, without any uh, input from Universal.
0: Oh my god! So I, after turning
1: like, down two, fa- two Fast and Furious to make Two Chronicles, to Riddick, he uh, <laughs> he he came back. He was brought back into the into the fold of Fast and Furious just so his, he could own the rights to Riddick, which if you've seen that, Riddick, so it's awful. That, is,
2: is there another side movie called Riddick? That has nothing to do with these.
1: There, see, Riddick is. There was a film, his first film called not his first film, but the first film in the Riddick universe called Pitch Black. It's like a sci-fi movie, and then that it's has great. a sequel. It actually is great. Oh. That has a sequel called Chronicles of Riddick, which was very expensive and a massive flop. Um, and then he got the rights <laughs> and he made another sequel, just called Riddick. So it, it's also confusingly titled as as these <laughs> movies. Ridiculous. Um, and it was by giving those rights, he decided, yes, I will come in and, I guess, end Tokyo Drift on a happy no. Uh, just
0: oh, his so manager, yeah. his happy per idea. manager. <laughs> <laughs> like, what did you negotiate, Vin? He's like, you're not going to believe it.
1: What percentage am <laughs> I getting of <I> nothing? <laughs> oh,
0: <laughs> I'm going to make another rating. Oh, I
1: keep
0: <laughs> losing money with this guy. But to be fair to uh, Vin Diesel, because I was watching this and I was like, when? when did this come out again 2006 and then I was thinking about fair play to them this is ahead of the Marvel Cinematic Universe in terms of the linking up of various films Mm. and it feels like Dom Toretto walked so Tony Stark could run essentially like in 2008 and everyone praises Marvel and Kevin Feige for their amazing joined up thinking but like like, I was so confused throughout that entire film until Vin <laughs> rocked up. and I was like, ah, I have been watching a Fast and Furious <laughs> film all this time. <laughs> and it's actually a massive stroke of genius. Well played, everybody.
2: Even just like being confused at the laws of physics, like when they are, the laws of chemistry rather would it be, um, where they buffed a rusty old Ford Mustang and it came up, they didn't even have to spray paint it. It just came up spotless. Yeah. Does that not
0: happen? No. I don't not think rust. Anyway.
1: I don't think rust just comes out like that. I think rust is where holes go.
0: Yes. So
1: <laughs> <laughs>
2: it has to be cut out. See, or you can you can Science. get this milky liquid stuff called what is it? Rust. I don't know. rust oleum. No, it's not. Uh, you pour <laughs> you paint it on it, and it turns rust into a very hard substance. Mm. And uh, and then you can kind of sand that down and paint over it. But um, yeah. He didn't, he didn't ask
0: that. <laughs> oh, amazing. Every, every day is a school okay. day, and I have no idea why they didn't bring that up in <laughs> the Fast and Furious Tokyo Drift either. Rory, any other bits of TID for this particular one?
1: Uh, no, not really. It reviewed better than Too Fast, and Furious, but not by much. Uh, this got 37% compared to, I think it was 35 for Too Fast, and Furious.
0: <laughs> Kicked but its ass.
1: It had $85 million budget, which was more. And, uh, see this one in particular was like it has not like there's nothing there's that, that kind of empty housing estate chase at the start and then mm. a cliff chase in the, and then i guess the hand chase in, in the middle but there was only i felt like there was only one car crash in that um so it feels a lot more cheap than the budget would would seem to uh dictate but It was also kind of a flop it made less than 160 million around the world so i think that's why universal were like we can't do another one of these without the gang without getting the gang back together so yeah yeah.
0: speaking of not doing another one of these it's actually time for our brand new quiz uh that was (laughs) such a massive hit with the pair of you last week uh i won't even ask you for the name i'll just do a very 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 quick recap uh it's the you have to be fast with your answer or you'll be furious because the other person got in there before you and now look they've gone words the they've gone and won the quiz quiz so uh buzzers at the ready are, are you going with the same you can mix it up a bit if you want or like uh, gary what's your buzzer this week <laughs> <laughs> nice <laughs> no pressure rory what buzzer are you going for
1: just to really mix it up my buzzer this week is going to be gary
0: Nice. Okay. Oh, <laughs> this is going to if We weren't <laughs> we were confused enough by these films. We just got confused by the game. Okay, here we go. Question number one on the Fast and the Furious Tokyo Drift. Before the opening high school race, what does the football team jock throw through the window of Sean's car? He smashes the window. Gary. <laughs> <laughs> Gary. Yes, Rory. That's you. <laughs> is it a? So fight on, t- is it a football?
1: Like an American football? It's not, not a football.
0: Uh-huh. Gary? Gonna...
2: <laughs> it's a baseball. It's a baseball. <laughs>
1: Correct. I'm so One happy the guy, the jock in the American football jersey threw a baseball.
2: <laughs> I was thinking pizza slice until you said it cracked the windscreen. <laughs> uh, the but then video. it could have had those pepperoni nipples on it. <laughs>
0: <Frozen> <laughs> pizza Get rid of this. <laughs> so it's uh it's one each and just as a as a quick reminder to everybody who's obviously paying attention yeah. it's one each in the overall series mm. of the quiz as well so question number two what is the name of sean's new bff in tokyo the lad who's clearly named gary. after uh, oh, Gar- gary you're in there that's you rory what have you got twinkie it is twinkie i was going Awful. to accept twink or twinkie because he is called both th- of those really uh, <laughs> but i was because uh, i thought i had it down here he's clearly named after an irish superstar as in Mickey.
1: <laughs> no, well i guess we'll never know that's a question we can ask during the fast nine uh junket i guess
0: yeah justin lynn quick He'll question. Be back
1: twinkies coming back for f9 guys i know you're oh, all really super excited about that
0: unbelievable <laughs> um so it's one each currently Oh, I'm even confused writing these down, so I've written Gary, but that's... I don't know. <laughs> I don't know. Anyway, <laughs> I don't know question... Three. The winning, <laughs> uh, <laughs> Gary, it looks like you've got all the points. Um, <laughs> <laughs> question number three. Uh, Twinkie drives a car modelled on which Marvel superhero? Gary. Uh-huh. Oh, that was... Oh, what do you think? It was so tight. I think it
2: was me, but sure.
1: Come on.
0: I let, I let, <laughs> I
2: let
1: Gary answer it, which means...
0: Okay, so we think it was the real Gary. The 100% authentic <laughs> Gary. Okay, what have you got? The Incredible Hulk. The Incredible was Hulk that... is correct. Uh, that was some car. Because I thought initially he was showing them a car and it just had a load of dents in it. Yeah, But it was yeah. then, it was like the fists no. and things. Yeah. Uh, okay, question number four. Um, the real Gary could win it with this one. Uh, Rory, you've got a bit of clawing back to, to do. Oh, no. So Takeshi, the guy who looks up the ways, no matter... Uh, sure, yeah. Who he's talking to, yes. however tall they are, is DK, the Drift King of Tokyo. Yeah. But what did Sean originally think DK stood for? Gary. Go for it, Rory. Donkey Kong? Donkey Kong is the correct answer. Unbelievable. Oh, yeah. Unbelievable. Oh my God, my nerves. I'm so tense. <sighs> okay. You all right? Oh, not really. It's all to play for. I mean, I I put down five questions at the start of this quiz. What's the title again? Never mind. And I just didn't think it would take this toll on my emotions as it is. Or take this much time, but here we are. Or take this much time to do Yeah, listen, it's worth it. (laughs) Give the people what they want, I think. Right. Um, So, question number five, and this decides the winner. It's two each currently with uh, Gary. Just go for the horn again there, please. (laughs) And Rory. Gary. <laughs> yeah, perfect. <laughs> what a delivery. Uh, so question number five. What relation is the head of the Yakuza to Takeshi? <laughs> <laughs> Gary, straight in there. What is it? Uncle. He's his uncle. <laughs> Unbelievable. <laughs> and It looks like somebody called Gary got five <laughs> five marks in five points in that one. So congratulations. So overall in the series it's two one to Gary. So Whew. Exciting time! Nasta. It's So exciting for everybody. Guy, were you excited about going into the fourth film, Fast Ampersand Furious?
2: Yes, actually, that's that's why I struggled to find it. It took me ages to find it because I was typing "and," uh, <laughs> and, and it was mistake. bringing up all the other all the other movies. <laughs> but uh, yeah, I eventually found it with that Ampersand Ampersand. <laughs>
0: that's the one uh, Roy were you excited going into the fourth film this
1: was the one I I definitely did see this in the cinema I remember I remember seeing it but I think this is the one I have that had the least memories of so when this when fast and furious began I was like oh yeah yeah <laughs> and as every scene played out I was like oh yeah and uh, yeah yeah.
0: <laughs> yeah. It went on from there. That, that summed <laughs> up your experience of watching it. So, again, for a wee bit of context, three years have passed now. I'll do the things, Wayne's World style, events, time, stuff happening, all of it. And we find ourselves in 2009. Yes. You're a young whippersnapper of 42, Rory, sitting in the cinema, watching Fast and Furious up on the big screen. But Gary, again, you don't know what a cinema is at this point in your life. Uh, you're just obsessed with drifting and, and drinking nitromethane. Um, but can you give us a wee recap of the fourth film as, as you remember it from just a couple of nights ago?
2: Maybe even last night. It was last night and I don't remember it that well. <laughs> it opened with the scene of the cars and a truck again, wasn't it? Was that this one? That or was, it was like, a, like a truck with seven trailers or something like yes. that. Yes. Transporting uh, oil exactly was it oil or nitromethane who knows (laughs) who knows expensive oils oil wouldn't be explosive i don't think it doesn't burn
0: coconut water burn quick
2: yeah coconut water yeah um it could they could have been tanks from a festival or something the urinals you know when they're clearing could have been anything that would be fairly explosive as well actually (laughs) anyway um yeah so that scene that was good it was I i thought they put a bit of effort into it yeah. Um, some of the graphics some of the CGI was questionable um, yeah it's unlikely to have happened in real life sure uh, I don't know if it will happen that's um, the first but- time that thought crossed your mind <laughs> it actually is yeah. <laughs> um, uh, that wouldn't happen yeah it was a good scene uh, but again the same style of opening for for two of the other movies are maybe three of them <laughs> <Because>. number, yeah. <laughs> for, for two of the other movies. It was pretty much the same opening again, wasn't
1: it? It was definitely yeah. the first one where they are heisting a thing. Yeah. And it's letting you know that this is action and this is sexy and people yeah. are driving cars and it's dangerous. Um, yeah. I, yeah, I thought the opening scene of this was, was actually great except yeah. uh, up, up until the very end when Vin, um, times his drive under the exploding tanker so perfectly that they all survive that was the exact point where i was like hmm
2: no ridiculous
0: <laughs> ridiculous Ridic. <laughs> yeah 100 rory that opening felt like oh this is closer to the fast and furious films that we know today it was yeah. like it feels big action-packed and then even the film after that opening <laughs> even though Maybe uh, it might not kind of maintain that level of, uh, well, it was quality, the opening. Um, it has the globe-trotting element as well. Um, so, no, I, I I was wondering, did they kind of look at this as a restart of the franchise in a way, especially after, you know, the third film where it's like none of these characters have ever appeared in these films before, apart from whenever Vin obviously pops up at the end. And I was thinking, oh, is this Justin Lin's first film? I was like, no. As you said, he already did the third one. Yep. But as you said, they, they did give him the keys again coming back into this. But um in terms of this one and how it was received then at the time, like was this any kind of improvement? Because obviously you've got hey, the family are back together.
1: Yeah. No.
0: Um
1: this is <laughs> the uh, this is the worst reviewed of <gasps> the entire series. What? Uh twenty nine percent on Rotten Tomatoes, which is abysmally low.
2: <laughs> 27 too much.
1: Oh, jeez. Harsh. Um, would you be surprised to hear that this is dollar for dollar the exact same budget as Tokyo Drift?
0: Oh my god, yeah, definitely. Yeah. It, it okay. looks like Justin Lin figured out how to. Are we sure the fake director didn't actually direct Tokyo <laughs> Drift and this was the real Justin Lin?
1: Flights to Japan are expensive, in fairness. That's true. Yeah, that's true. Yeah. Um, like even getting Vin Diesel back and getting the cast back and that opening scene and some of the stuff towards the end uh, it, I was shocked to learn that Tokyo Drift and Fast and Furious cost the exact same amount of money this one made l- over twice as much as Tokyo Drift so obviously universe wow. were like uh, it turns out it's not the cars it's <laughs> the family aspect that's gotten everyone back <laughs> mm-hmm. but I do have a question for you both hit me so the opening scene we see Vane, we see uh Michelle Rodriguez and we see Han. Oh yeah.
0: So this capital letters, exclamation marks, question marks. <laughs> Han, but he's dead. He's been
1: dead. He's a dead. He, he died in the last one.
0: Of- <laughs> <laughs>
1: what was your uh how did how how did you react? Actually Gary, I'm gonna go to you. How did you react when you were like did I not just watch him die?
2: <laughs> yeah, I I was kinda I was wondering had I watched a wrong <laughs> Third movie.
0: <laughs> standard reaction at the start of every film is this the wrong one
2: yeah uh, uh, and and um yeah it, it eventually clicked that it might be set before tokyo mm. is that correct it <laughs> is yeah because in, in i'm still not fully sure
1: he uses the line he's like i think after after the heist he's like i think maybe i'll go to Tokyo next yeah
0: uh, he um, says they're, they're they're doing some crazy shit in tokyo to right hand they're making bad films there don't yeah. don't go there
1: people your age hanging out were really young people who look like old people so maybe just don't go to tokyo <laughs> <laughs> yeah what was the
2: do you know the opening scene where the the driver like he has about two mile of road in front of him yeah and for some reason decides to ditch the truck like, the brakes were working fine, I assumed. He didn't even try the brakes. I, he? Think, yeah.
1: I think he thought he was going too fast to take the corner. Too furious. <laughs> the corner two
2: miles down the road.
1: Yeah, I think that was yeah. his concern, going down well, the hill, he couldn't. Well, I would have at
2: least attempted the brake rather than jump out of it. That's not that as exciting, Gary. That's why That's you're true. not in these films. <laughs> you're not willing to throw yourself out of
1: vehicles. That's
0: why you were never cast in the Fast and Furious films. Now, to be fair, there's a lot of... Um, like a lot of big casting calls as you said here rory uh the family are back together and yeah. then suddenly the money starts rolling in so maybe it is this element of like no we want the original cast back basically so first you get dom is back yeah. the big the, the human thumb basically <laughs> he's got he's he's just one big thumb at the top, especially when he, he's got like literally no facial hair or anything yeah. so it's like you know whenever you draw like a little face on your thumb basically so this you've is got also that. the
1: film where he starts whisper talking Oh
0: right. Which I really That's when this
1: is when you notice know, like when he's serious he's like I've got something to say about driving you guys, it's real you're gonna have to listen and hope there's no background noise. Like <laughs> he uh he rarely raises his voice above a mumble. Um so this is like where that began and it's nice to see he what year was this, two thousand nine? So twelve yeah. years later hasn't given up on it. still, still not mumbling. one director has said just a bit louder, Vin. A bit louder, Project. enunciate.
0: <laughs> so you've got Dawn back, uh, you've got Letty back, then you've got Han straight away, and you're like, what the hell is going on? Then, you, as you said, Gar, you realise, oh, wait, the chronology has swapped around here. Then we've got Brian back. Mm. They've whipped Paul Walker again, which is wearing a suit that's way too big for him uh as he as he run around, he's like do you know like in a film where like freaky friday or something where he's like you know morphed into an adult or you know swap bodies with somebody and he suddenly finds himself like wearing his dad's suit <laughs> that's what quantum, it felt like quantum leap. yeah one of those um and then the next thing literally out of nowhere phone call letty's murdered letty yeah. has been killed and I was sitting on the sofa I was like, what? What's going on? So that properly uh, caught me off guard. What, what was that like, Gary? Uh, I won't lie this
2: is the fourth movie in yep. and I had to Google who Letty was in.
1: <laughs> <laughs> she had appeared earlier in the film. Oh, she
0: was in the same film. They were called- Clue, she's the, the one they're calling Letty. The beers
2: were kicking in at this time. <laughs> um. Yeah, yeah. What was that about? (laughs) I'm still confused as towards the end of the movie. I still don't know—is she dead or was it faked or did she actually die? Because it kind of...
0: Well, I think those are going to be conversations for Uh, later films down the line. But but at this at this particular moment, that did catch me off guard because there was no. There was no fanfare, was no big deal. Literally, he got a phone call and it was like me. he's like, you're not supposed to call me. Or sorry, mumbling. Not to call yeah, we me here we go. And then uh, she's like, letty has been murdered. And then cut scene, he's home again. <laughs> and that's that's it, essentially. But um, So yeah, definitely you can start to say, oh, they're not really maintaining the quality of that opening action sequence. <laughs> Maybe they're just forgetting to fill bits in like the second film again. But what I did love was, I know we had previously said, That the Fast and Furious films are obviously the inspiration for the Marvel Cinematic Universe and how Mm. they link all their films. (laughs) Clear inspiration. This one, uh, this film came out a year before Sherlock and Vin Diesel goes full Sherlock on the Letty murder scene where he recreates in his mind (laughs) exactly what happened including the profile of the man who supposedly killed letty as well which is wow I got all that from <laughs> like burnt rubber marks on the ground you can uh, yeah which was a phenomenal scene i actually i love that scene a lot yeah it
1: was, like oh. it, yeah like you could see where in the last one like vin solves a murder and in this one he tries to solve a murder i guess kind yeah. of with Paul. um, I wonder as well, because I, I do love that they set up with the poster and with the trailers and everything. Michelle Rodriguez is back. Can you believe? And she's dead. She's gone. She's killed <laughs> like 10 minutes into the film. Killed off screen. Uh, How annoyed everyone must be. Because they're like, oh, for, you just told us everyone's back. Um, But I wonder if there was maybe some kind of contractual thing with her. Because this was the same. This came out the same year as Avatar. Which she was right. in, and mm-hmm. it was the same year uh, when Lost was still on, and she was in that as well. So I wonder if she was just like, I can't. I've all this. <laughs> I've a James Cameron film and a JJ Abrams show going on. Like I, I have, you've got two days, so do what you must. Uh, and then they were like, we're gonna we're gonna have to kill you, and then have Vin solve your murder uh, with his bizarrely psychic powers, which I I appreciate. <laughs> like he even knew that she was shot. From the skid mark. He knew that.
2: There's Which a bit was, of like uh, custard powder as well on the ground.
1: Yeah, some weird custard powder. Um. Yeah. Cumin. <laughs> Cumin.
0: <laughs> Somebody's been cooking. She ate too much vindaloo. That's but what happened. The
1: plot after that was was was, was actually kind of confusing to follow. Like they kept giving revelations like, oh. Paul Walker knew about this all along and she, he actually got Letty involved in the drug cartel and her doing the run for them is how she ran away and then she got shot. And now Vin and Paul are doing the same run in this CGI cave and maybe yeah. they'll get shot at the end too. Um, blah, blah, blah. I was like, this is actually, it's actually kind of difficult to keep track of.
0: Yeah. um, Like that, but obviously whenever Dom finds the burner phone in Letty's belongings, and phones it and you're waiting for this big reveal and then it's like the phone rings and it's it's Brian's phone oh my god she was working for the FBI the whole time it just felt like oh okay <laughs> like you didn't really build that up enough to, to no. let me know that I'm supposed to be like this is supposed to be a mind blowing moment of like oh my god he's gonna kill him now um, there was there was a lot of stuff Um, I found I know we were saying oh well that would never happen <laughs> like you know what was a guy at the end of Tokyo Drift like this this is one of the first times I was really like these things are not believable in any, any way because Dom is obviously home. The yes. entire, like, all authorities are out to get him. They're keeping an eye out. They've said facial recognition picked him up 10 minutes after he crossed the border. And it's just, so all,
1: all the authorities are still looking for him because of, is this still because of the DVDs he stole a few years The events ago? of the first one where he, he he's stole still the, the, the DVDs, most wanted Because he stole yeah. some tellys. Like ten yep. years the, ago. Okay, this cool. is why this <laughs> why he gets a
0: huge sentence from the judge at the end yep. because he's because he's stealing DVD players. Um I couldn't find a DVD player anywhere for my DVDs, and it's all because of Dom Toretto. Um but one of the most unbelievable things, there's a series that kind of an element that recurs where they're like, How do these people like Dom rocks up at this secret street race how do they not know who he is he's back in the same place he's back in his hometown and he was literally the world's greatest street racer mm. you know f- three films ago and then they're like <laughs> they're like Dom everyone's looking for you and he's like I'm here he's literally in the garage of his of his family home where he lived all along it's like how can the <laughs> authorities actually uh, not find him so that, that was one thing that I was like come on again um, laughing a lot at
1: yeah, was that- uh, this was also Gal Gadot's film debut. Of course, yeah. Uh, who's now more famous for cancelled films like Death on the Mile. But um, yeah, she. This was uh, when she came on. This was the first of, I think, after because Michelle, I think, had just died. Not Michelle. Michelle, like the act, the uh, character Michelle was playing, <laughs> and uh, this was really like we still need to let the audience know that women really want to bone Vin Diesel. So what if? <laughs> we get miss israel and her film debut and have her draped over for the entire film with that would that work even though they have zero chemistry and she has no reason whatsoever to find him attractive or have <laughs> any reason to talk to him <laughs>
0: uh, at all s- sounds
1: good i'm here for it
0: maybe it's the mumbling maybe that's what yeah. she found attractive but there was a hilarious scene where they went full-on sexy ben Um, where uh, she she basically she's finding it hard to control herself uh, (laughs) around Vin Diesel as he's sitting there. And you're like, what is good? Like, again, did Vin Diesel write the script for this one? Like, what sort of input is he having? And this is like, guys, can we make this more like Riddick, please? Um, (laughs) But uh, yeah, that was that was another moment I find very, very funny because it just was, again, completely um, unbelievable. Speaking of chemistry between characters, obviously, this is the film where, um, Brian and Mia get back together. Mm. Um, I think she says at one point five years have passed since the end of the first film, and obviously she didn't forgive him um, because he had been an undercover cop the whole time. But the moment whenever Brian and uh, Dom are out in the garage and they're working on the car, and he sees Mia come home, and he runs out to talk to her, and they go into the kitchen, and eventually, oh, they, oh, we can't control ourselves, we're kissing, and now you know they're up on the kitchen, <laughs> like. Dom's just out in the. He's, he's like, right We were there. fixing the car. Yeah. Like, you guys are just in the kitchen having sex now. Like, what are you doing? And what then if he
1: like, pops in to be like, Can you help me with this car? I <laughs> need a cup of
0: tea. <laughs> I'm and looking then, for the, that tool. Oh. <laughs> oh, oh <laughs> there guys. There but it then is. Then what happens after that is like, obviously, uh, Brian and Mia finish up their, like, you know, their, I don't know, activities in the kitchen. Sure. And then they come back outside. And she's saying bye to Dom again. He just comes up and it's a big hug for Big Brother Dom. And she's like, "Ah, come on, folks! You two have just been riding or dying in the kitchen." <laughs> there was like, there was no sense of like any of this stuff uh, happening in real life. Well, maybe not not my life. Anyway. <laughs>
1: <laughs> like I think I was. Yeah, I said that before we start recording. I was like, I don't actually have a lot to say about Fast and Furious. It does feel like they've just re- reset it. Yeah. A bit. Um, I didn't like the ending with the CGI tunnel. I thought it looked crap. Yeah. I think the CGI was was poor. Um, but you mentioned in the last episode it kind of it was a, a Marvel link or or this this universe beating MCU in certain ways. Yeah. So this was two thousand and nine. In two thousand and thirteen, uh, Iron Man three came out. So Spiders to a film that's nearly ten years old, but. The body in Iron Man three was so for the whole thing it's it's uh it's Guy Pierce and he's like the Mandarin is a bad guy. Let me tell you. And I have to mm-hmm. tell you, everyone knows about how, how bad a guy this Mandarin is. He's this old guy and he's 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 in control of all this stuff. Bad guy. And then it turns out the whole time that Guy Pierce was actually the bad guy. Mm -hmm. And that's the exact same plot twist that happens in this film, where the guy was like, oh, this old guy, I don't know, to talk to you about it, because you all know, and it turns out it was him all along. So, Fast and Furious beat the Iron Man 3 plot twist by four years. So,
0: I I think there's
1: a lot of copy-paste work. (laughs) <laughs> going yeah, on definitely. here
0: <laughs> in, in the Marvel writers' room, you can just see Kevin Feige literally every day watching all the Fast and Furious films, uh, back to back. But I suppose, as you said, this is all about restarting, resetting. Um, I don't know what's like some kind of driving analogy back to the starting grid, essentially, where everybody is back in place, apart from Letty, bang bang, and mm. uh, and they're all ready to go again. And obviously, again, they're trusting Justin Lin with um uh kind of to look after the the franchise from here on in essentially but um gary in terms of the films that you've seen so far these four was this an improvement on to- tokyo drift and the others <laughs> or, or were you like at this point i mean i can see you for for people who are listening gary like you know holding his head and his hands essentially yeah. so again i feel bad but also i don't feel bad in any way whatsoever
2: yeah i think the third one started off extremely confusing but at least it I don't know. It had some sort of followable storyline to it. <laughs> this one was all over the place. I I don't know. I was, I was just left questioning everything. <laughs> <laughs> Your existence. <laughs> <laughs> How did I end up here?
0: Why am I doing
2: this? <laughs> Even something simple like that. The mineshaft was under a mountain or something, was that? it? It yeah. was, yeah. Mm-hmm. And he was able to drive through the wall of that at the
0: end. Yeah, yeah, he was able to drive through mountain. A few of them were at the yeah. very end. Yeah, that's Yeah, that's just
1: not realistic. <laughs> <It> <laughs> I, I have to. I wonder, like, not. how? I I hope at no point during this whole series do you ever stop questioning the realism. <laughs>
2: <laughs> <laughs> <Yeah>. just, just
1: <laughs> constantly being disappointed by the lack of realism. I hope that
2: never goes away. And, and there the, were the cheesiness throughout this one as well in particular there was like even towards the start when when they were in the when they were in the the bureau the federal bureau of investigators um your man the character brian is looking through he's been shown all the different cars and it brings up like maybe a toyota (laughs) high ace fiat punto and (laughs) then it's like a nissan 350z or something he goes that's the one and she's like how did you know that and he goes because that's something i would drive yeah, it's like oh, <laughs> hey. another hour of this.
0: <laughs> Cracks open another can. Yeah, bottle. A bottle. So can, as we, can as I ask you, said, something, Gary? When? Cake.
1: When do you think, or, or at all, like considering Michelle was such a big? Were you surprised by the end of the film she hadn't come back?
2: Yes, because they had that like kind of when they dropped it in the middle that she wasn't actually dead um well that's what i got from it <laughs> was that what was supposed <laughs> to happen there was a feeling that she hadn't died and it was all a plan as uh, set by the fbi and then i left at the end going wait now there is, is it flipped back to she is dead or something
1: i don't know what
0: i don't know just could not follow that part of it <laughs> <laughs> i think i think within the context of this film she is still dead yes okay yeah, that, that's-
2: yeah. Was there not? A, was there not a bit in the middle where they made it out that she wasn't? dead? <laughs>
0: that was a flashback.
1: Yeah, that- they were just they were just going back to how she wound up being killed Yeah, she was working with Paul Walker. Oh, yeah. so to whatever, be fair, it yeah. was it was very confusingly. Uh, yeah, done. I thought
2: that she had um, that she wasn't actually killed, and they had tricked the Vin Diesel character into thinking she was to get him to go after this. That would have been would more interesting. That. <laughs> that, that would have been better again, yeah. That's what I got uh, <laughs> We need to get you I'm into Fast and Furious writing
0: room. <laughs> I'm seven beers deep at this stage. <laughs> 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 okay, so we'll we'll call it a day on, on fast Ampersand Furious then from two thousand and nine. Um but I Gary, I do feel like like the guys driving through the underground tunnel, I was gonna say there is light on the horizon, but they were driving at night time, so there was yep, no baby. light for them. Plus they went straight through a wall. So I don't know if they could even see the end of the tunnel either. But um it I do feel that better 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 things are coming. Yeah. Isn't that fair to say, Rory?
1: Oh yeah. Like next week um is, is it's such a, a U-turn in quality. Like, they're actually good action films, the two we okay. have for next week. So I am I am curious and excited for us all to watch or, or re-watch, re-watch yeah, them can... and, and actually enjoy watching good films. Because, uh, let me think. It's been a I while. Think, I think <laughs> I think we're zero. I think we're mostly zero for four in terms <laughs> yeah, of actually much. good films. Um, <laughs> like, what, what do you think, from the four so far, what's been... I, What's been the worst one?
2: I don't know. I I would say two or four. I I would even take Tokyo Drift. Even <laughs> though that it was not related to the movies in any way. I would take that over <laughs> over two and four. What about
0: you? What, would you? what would you go for?
1: I think I disliked Tokyo Drift the most just because I didn't like anyone in the film i didn't like anyone in the film so like if anyone was except for han but like then he died so if anyone else died i I don't
2: care i actually had seen that han fella before do you know there's a jay leno has a a youtube show jay leno's garage Mm. a garage as they got it um he had your man han on it there one day and i was like trying to picture how do i know this fella from somewhere is he is he does he live in dublin or somewhere where where do i know this (laughs) fella from But then I I clicked eventually. And yeah, he's a very likable fella. So he he made that uh, easy to watch up until the point of his death. Yeah. Um, So yeah, he made that (laughs) movie.
0: Definitely. No, I think it has to be Too Fast, Too Furious for me was still the most infuriating. Pleasantly surprised by the first one. Uh, Really annoyed by the second one. The third one. Just, I, it said, felt like I was like, no, I've clearly uh, stuck on the wrong film here. And then fourth, <laughs> I was like, good to see everybody back together, you know. But no, they've uh, they've slightly messed this one up uh, too. So. um Okay, let's get it over and done with. It's the quiz oh, for God. Uh, God. I, it's, you know you love it.
1: You do I know love it. I'm just pretending because I, I if I if I pretend I don't like it, then I lose. It, it seems like I don't care.
0: Ah, uh, I see it's all part of your master plan. Yeah. Okay, so this is the uh, you have to be fast with your answer. You'll be furious because the other person got in there before you. Now look, they've won the quiz quiz mm-hmm. uh this is the fast ampersand furious version of it we are 2-1 in favor of gary in the series so far right. um rory would you like to go for your buzzer this time around please oh yeah
1: okay That'll do. <laughs> okay
0: okay uh and gary what were you gonna go for if that wasn't your choice already
2: huh.
0: okay excellent here we go Lovely. okay yeah Question number one. i remember who's who again. <laughs> Last one was easier. Um, question number one. He was LAPD, but now Brian works for... <laughs> Rory, straight in there. FBI. Two, right. one nil to Rory. Question number two. What is the name of the informant, the man who ordered a load of nitromethane and who Brian is trying to track down? He's like, oh my God, there are so many guys with this name in L.A.? yeesh no have you changed your buzzer sound (laughs) (laughs) we'll go I'll give you you a clue his first name because obviously it was a relatively normal name but his first name is David no second name begins with P and then the the second letter oh Uh, Gary David Paul (laughs) nearly (laughs) David P.A. And then there's an R and a K. David Parker. No, no. incorrect. Is Rory, do you want to it, jump in and steal? Is it David Park? It Unbelievable. How did you do it? it <laughs> I don't <is>. know. <laughs> Gary gave to me. me too many letters. <laughs> yes, too many letters. <laughs> so that's uh, that's 2-0 to Rory uh, so far. Question number three. What sport is Braga, the drug lord, playing before the big street race begins? Yeah. Gary. Well, golf driving range, was it? That's the one. It's golf. Correct. Two, one. Oh, you're straight in again. (laughs) I haven't asked the question, but I'm going to have to accept your answer. (laughs) Correct. Unbelievable. Wow. (laughs) Question number four. Uh, Rory, if you get this one, you've won the game. Uh, What is the name of the henchman who Dom suspects murdered Letty? It's the name of a mythical bird, but he spells it differently rory phoenix it is phoenix that's the correct answer <laughs> three one and it takes the series uh <laughs> back to two two this is nail-biting it is nail-biting just for <laughs> for the, the the last question because uh, normally we reach the five questions um oh. but rory you just absolutely kicked ass yeah. in that one oh, thank so you. The, the final question was what sentence does the judge give to tom or give to tom tom toretto um give to dom before heading off to prison what's he sentenced to oh hey Yes, Gary. Yeah. <laughs> I nearly
2: forgot my buzzword there. Um, <laughs> it was 25 years in prison with
0: no chance of parole. 100 percent correct. Yeah. There you go, Gary. You still, lost. It. still yeah, lost. Sorry man. about that.
2: Yeah. So
0: listen, um, that's <laughs> four down, uh, loads to go, and that's pretty much a wrap. Any, Roy, any other bits of tid? No, no. There's,
1: there's not much. There's not much to talk about on, on the Fast and Furious. Uh, no. Again, i'm still again, confused by the third one <laughs> that's fair like i I'm, I'm happy we've got all of this in our rearview mirror oi? Um, Aye. Aye. clear roads ahead uh um, okay very excited for next week's one because they're just they're just good i'm actually just excited just to watch them again yeah um,
0: just treat yourself yeah sorry just go so. back to the third one <laughs> okay
1: <laughs> and while we're at it go back to the first yeah. one <laughs> You literally could have
2: edited the whole Titanic movie and then just put Finn Diesel in the, the captain's port at the end, and that would have been the same thing. It had nothing to do with the rest of the movies. Oh, sure, no. Genuinely baffled by it.
1: No, 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 no. It, I, I, yeah. It was all just money and yeah, and Redick. Money <laughs> no, no. and Redick. Ridiculous. It was
2: uh... ridiculous.
0: Yeah, it was yeah.
1: but it's over now. Okay. Gary, it's over now. Gary, it's fine. No, you don't you, never. There.
0: You never have to go back <laughs> to those ones ever again. So listen, all that yeah. remains to be said is Rory, thank you. Thank you. As ever. Uh thank you to Gary as well. Thank you to Sound Paul on Sound. And thank you to our Fast and Furious family uh out there, in some ways, maybe even better than our real families. Do you know Jeez. everybody who listens and subscribes to the show? Uh so thank you for that. Rory, homework for everybody.
1: Yes, yes, yes. Okay, so next week, Gary, have you got your pen? I uh, see you do. So he can stab himself <laughs> through the head. It's like, I'm not doing this anymore. So you'd think this would be easier, but it is, in fact. Uh, we'll, we'll see. So the fifth one's called Fast Five. Brilliant. Okay.
2: Easy. That's, all right. Self-explanatory. Um, yeah, so they're yeah. not what, Why is this
0: one now? not furious? Yeah. yeah, they're not furious. They're like camera. I
1: guess, yeah, it's just, yeah, they've taken their... There's annex or whatever that helps them chill out. And the next one is Fast and Furious Six. So I guess they got angry okay. again for that one. Uh and they're both on now uh the streaming right now, this platform. Minute. If you're looking for them or whatever. TVOD platform you might want to rent them from
0: DVD pal, all the way
1: Yeah, but not not next, like this is your last week for that new, um, I know, you're it's, only six, six.
0: <laughs> <laughs> it's only a six Wait, there are more than six films? Yeah, no, I'll, I'll see if I can hunt down the DVDs uh, <laughs> for, for the other ones as well. Well listen, thanks everybody, uh, Godspeed, drive safe and we'll see everybody back here very soon for the next episode of TBR Spotlight, The Fast and Furious Saga. Bye See you Bye